Hi, and welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Copy by Kristen's very own Kristen Lattice. She's an author and copywriter that helps entrepreneurs write copy that sells. Today, we're discussing why copywriting is the number one skill all entrepreneurs should master. We'll discuss Ada, the sister to the sales funnel, and how you can write copy that connects and converts. Life is too short, trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Brendan, for having me on the show today. I'm super excited to be here. Good. I'm so glad you are here. I want to get this right. Let me start this interview like you would suggest in your acronym ADA. So let's see if I can get this. Attention mm-hmm. grabbing, interest building, peaking desire to take action. Yay, I did it. Absolutely, yes. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Good. Okay, Kristen, tell us why is copywriting the number one skill all entrepreneurs should master? We communicate all the time. Everybody's always reading things on the internet. We're always talking to each other through text and through different platforms online. So being able to communicate your brand's message and your story and to be able to communicate really effectively with your audience is more important than honestly anything right now and copywriting if you're not doing it properly right now your business is not going to do as well totally dead, as right? it did before right <laughs> yeah. yeah completely and if you write effective copy that copy never dies it's going to live on right. and depending on other mediums some things may go under but if you have stuff like an email list or whatever people are always going to want to listen to you and they're very persuaded by you and i, I think that it's really important because You want to communicate effectively with your audience. It gives you the ability to leverage your skill sets, persuade them, give them your clear brand voice and everything. It's just overall, it just has so many good qualities about it and why everybody should know how to do it because it's just involved in every piece of what you do for your business, whether that's for the advertising or for your marketing, for your content, for your sales funnels, for whatever it is, everybody's always going to read your stuff. So it's really important to have that in place. Exactly. So I know after our listeners are ready to hear about Ada, the copywriting process that is a sister to the beloved sales funnel. So break down the process for us, Kristen. Yeah, absolutely. So Ada is a very popular copywriting formula. There's like a hundred out there, but I think this one is probably the easiest to implement out of any of them. So the first one being attention. So attention meaning we just want to grab our reader's attention, but not just any reader. We want to grab the attention of a specific audience. If let's say you are wanting to reach out to a specific business coach, you'd have to make sure that your headline that you're writing 
and everything is super specific attention grabbing to a business coach. Okay. What does that business coach want? Mm -hmm. Then that's when we go into the interest. So what really interests them? What's the problem that they're facing and what solution are they really looking for? That brings you into the desire. What do they truly desire? What outcome and transformation are they looking for? How can you communicate that and, and show them that you have the solution to their problem, whatever that may be. And then bring them to the call to action where they're making a decision to commit to you and to your solution. And that's basically how that formula works. It's super effective and easy to implement. You can do it in your social media posts. You can use it in your sales pages. You can use it in sales emails and your ads anywhere realistically. And it's easy kind of to break down into. So that's why it's like super effective. So in in the intention grabbing portion of it, are yeah. we talking about headlines? Yeah, definitely headlines. And headlines, I think, are very overlooked by a lot of people. And they'll think, oh, the headline is just the title of my course or my coaching program. And that's okay, too. But it just doesn't really give people anything. This, The title of your course is not giving me the answer to a problem. It's not calling me out specifically to who I am. You know what I mean? The headlines and the sub headlines are probably the most important part because at the end of the day, if somebody's reading the headline and they don't feel like it pertains to them, it doesn't interest them, doesn't make them want to read any further, you're losing out on a sale. And that's why people do split testing. A lot of the time they'll try one headline or they'll try a different one and then a different one. And then they'll compare like the conversion rates to see which one did better, which one made people read, which one made people buy the product or the service. That's important to work ahead. And people think you can just write it like one or two. And, but that's not the case. You should actually be writing like 20 to 50 different headlines. Yeah. I've heard that. Works. I'm like, yeah. I've heard the gurus are doing that. The big players yeah. are doing that. And you know what? I tried it <laughs> and let's just leave it there. <laughs> it takes, it does take practice. It takes a lot of practice because there's so many different ways to write headlines that Mm -hmm. people don't even know about. There's different types of like persuasion tactics. There's like different ways to direct the headline to a specific audience. There's like ways you can use numbers in there. There's like the how-to ones. There's just so many different ways to write headlines that so many people are unaware of. Like I could go on, there's like a huge list of them. Yeah, I couldn't believe that I spent time trying to figure out, okay, What's the best way to do this? And I heard odd numbers were the best, like the seven yeah. best. Is yeah. that true? <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. I've tried it myself. They actually convert way better wow. than any even numbers. And even odder too, though. That was funny. That's fine. <laughs> I know, right? Otters are nice. <laughs> Who likes yes. I love otters. But yes, even otter. Um, yeah, the otter <laughs> numbers such uh-huh. as 7.5 six or something like just really random stuff like that actually works really well because they're more believable because if you just say 70% of people said this in a survey they're just like okay whatever it just sounds more believable if you say 76.2 or it sounds like a real statistic of actually like rounding it up because I know there's been times Mm -hmm. before especially like in a blog post or something like that I've that I've said nearly X amount of percent near for example I'm going to use a 70% so nearly 70% said and it's really 68.2. 68.2. So I probably should say 68.2. Yeah, try it. I, I think it's pretty effective, wow. quite honestly. Yeah. So I've been using that with my clients recently. And I think it's like much better when we're, do, when we're talking about like facts and, 
statistics and stuff like that about their business. It's definitely effective. Gotcha. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Now, what's the difference when you're talking about attention grabbing and interest building? What's the difference there? They're intertwined. Mm -hmm. I have one where it's all 69 freaky facts about SEX. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's going to grab your attention because of the topic. And it also has a number in there. So it's a really good headline. And then the interest would go into the subhead of it. So it's just, it's like going deeper into what you're going to talk about. And it's building the interest in the person because it's kind of directing more to a problem that they're having. And now it's piqued their interest. Like, oh, I do have this problem. I am looking for a solution to it. So that's where the differentiator is. Because the headline is mostly just, okay, like here are seven ways to do X, Y, Z. And then the interest would be like, oh, I wonder what those seven ways are. Maybe I haven't tried this yet this marketing strategy or this for my funnel or whatever that may be. So that's like the differentiator. Okay. Now we've got desire with that. So what's the difference between interest and desire? (laughs) So now you got their interest. They're like really intrigued. They're like, oh, okay. Interesting. I I have this problem. Okay. What's the solution? What's going to help me? I want to get to 10 K months. This is such a popular one. Mm. Of course, that's going to pique somebody's interest if they've never made $10,000 months before. And the desire would be, you know, like the solution to getting to that 10K months, what if, whether that's like the course or the program somebody's offering, why do they want the 10K months? Maybe it's because they want to go on a really fancy vacation. Maybe they're saving to buy a car. Maybe they're saving to buy a house. Maybe they want to build another business. Let's just figure out what does that person truly desire and using that as an emotional trigger to get them to next take action right gotcha gotcha. that's kind of how that works and then of course they're gonna press the action button the call to action of course like buy now or sign up whatever that is and uh, yeah hopefully they commit to you and your product or service and then they end up getting that transformation from you okay so Kristen, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's do one. <laughs> Let's do one because of course everybody wants to do it. <laughs> Let's put one together real quick. So mm-hmm. we've got, so let's do a number. Is that going to work or what do you want to do? Let's, what topic are we doing? It doesn't matter. It's, it's your, it's your choice. You're on the spot. So you get, it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the easiest one would just be for new coaches in the online space. So let's talk about them. They're probably making around like one to $2,000 a month and they probably want to make consistent $5,000 a month. Okay. Yes. Okay. For attention, a headline we could say, oh no, this would be a little bit negative if I say mistakes. Oh, I mistakes no, that's you're good. making, but yes. I know people like that too. Oh, I, that's I, great. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about like negative words and copy and I, I don't usually like using them, but you could say five mistakes that are holding you back from making 5k consistent months or something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of building up some interest. You can talk about, are you the type of person who is just posting content on Instagram and you're just hoping and praying every night that somebody's going to come along and want to work with you, but there's just nobody that's sending you any DMs. Nobody's filling out your application. It's just (laughs) sitting there collecting dust on the shelf. And they're probably really relating to this. Oh God. Yeah. I'm just doing that. Nothing's happening. (laughs) And then you can say for the desire, what if you had the perfect system that you can use rinse and repeat over and over to get consistent clients. So you can make the, those consistent five K 
K months, you can build that coaching business, right? You can have more loyal clients and you could be able to stop working around the clock and just take some time for yourself and let your kind of business run it for you. Oh, I love it. I love it. Good job. (laughs) And then then at the end, you could be like, okay, send me a DM and let's chat more about how you can avoid these mistakes kind of thing. So just a simple, uh, obviously that would be more drawn out with the content. A simple way would be just like that. Perfect. Okay. So I'm interested in knowing what our audience is thinking. So this is our interactive segment. So if you're listening in real time, you can go to the IG stories on the total fit boss chick Instagram page. And we're going to have this poll question listed. Do you struggle connecting with your audience through copy? So if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Just check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions and you can still weigh in or see the results. So let me just ask you this next question because, sure. because I'm very interested to know what people are going to have to say about this. I want to mm-hmm. know where mm-hmm. they are, but I have to know. So you've made us fall in love with this whole ADA acronym. We love her. And so now that we're in love, what are the bite-sized steps that we can take to write copy that connects and converts? So I know you just gave mm-hmm. us this great example, but what is it that's going to, like, as we move forward and we have, mm-hmm. you, you gave us a great example, but mm-hmm. as we dig deeper and you are a copy master that we all aspire to be. Thank you. <laughs> so what are like some of the insider things that we could do? Like, for example, like emails or because email marketing is huge. It's where it is. How can we actually be authentic and write copy that connects and converts. So we've gotten past, like now we've done ADA and we've gotten them there. What next? Yeah. If we're talking in terms of like emails, but in terms of copy and just general, and like you said, how do you be more authentic? Literally just be yourself, be, be your authentic, genuine self, because it's easy for people to tell if you're being fake. And if you're not, if you're trying to be something you're not essentially just even just talking like the way we are, just a natural conversation, have a natural conversation with your audience. Don't be afraid to just have that real connection with people. Just ask like real questions. Don't be afraid of your audience. You don't have to come off as a certain way and you don't have to talk like you're somebody else. I know we all have people that have a huge influence on us. And I know I do from like other copywriters or other people in the industry, but at the same time, you can't take their voice and use it as your own. You have to figure that out for yourself and it's not going to happen right away. It definitely took me a long time to figure out how do I want to sound? How do I want to come across? I was holding back for the longest time. So I don't want people to feel like they have to hold back. So just say what you have to say, be genuine about it. If you don't know something, just say you don't know it. Also too, like with, with anything you do copy related and more of the nitty gritty stuff I'm going to get into here is if you're going to write real authentic copy, you have to make sure that you know exactly who you're talking to. So that's where all the market research comes in and people tend to forget and just start writing copy. You can't just start writing whatever you want, put the pen to paper without even knowing who you're speaking to. You have to do all that prior market research beforehand and figure out, okay, what's this person's problem? What's the solution they're looking for? What do they really want to know about? What are their pain points or challenges? 
and how can I help them get to that next level? What do they want to hear from me? It's as simple as just creating a poll on your Instagram stories and just trying to figure it out from people or just sending them a survey, getting on the phone with people and asking them because it like at the end of the day, if you don't know your ideal customer inside and out, you won't be able to talk to them. Exactly. You should be. And I, that, so you get really deep in there, ask them about their feelings, their beliefs, their desires. What are their outcomes that they, they really want? What do they want to hear from you? And a huge part of this in copywriting as with storytelling, because stories sell essentially. And people, I, like, I ask all the time, like, why are you afraid to share your story? Just do it. You know, what, don't what's be the best way to share your story? What do you, what advice could you give? Yeah, definitely. So something that I did last year when I was afraid to talk about my own story, I was like, I don't have a story. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> asked me and there's nothing interesting to talk about, but I actually broke it down. I looked at my life. I'm like, okay, why? I had to go back to my why, like, why did I start copywriting in the first place? Why did I want to start copy by Kristen? Why does this intrigue me and interest me? And why do I wake up in the morning wanting to do this every day? So it's going back to the original why of okay, now everything. You know everybody and, wants to know your why. You just peaked into Oh my, the bills. No, <laughs> right. I'm sure hundreds of people give you that answer. No, right? they, nobody would ever say that. Um, oh, yes, they would. If they're being authentic, right? <laughs> it's only half the reason. No, my why is just, you know what? I just want to inspire. And, and I told somebody this, that I was talking to a few days ago, she's, if you died tomorrow, what would you want to be remembered for? I said, honestly, I just want to be remembered for just taking a risk and doing something that I really enjoy with my life instead mm. of going by what other people want me to do. I can't see myself as a doctor or a lawyer. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's cutting in a straight line. I can't <laughs> see myself cutting into somebody, but yeah, I really just always enjoyed being creative. I've always been a creative person. I've enjoyed writing specifically and telling stories and things like that. And I said, I have family, like cousins, and they're all younger than 20 years old, all of them. And I just said, I really want to inspire them just to mm. do what they really enjoy doing in life and not having to plan it out. Like I didn't plan on doing copy by Kristen right out of university. I was planning on getting a corporate job, uh, the typical way to do things. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm 23. I'm going to take a risk. I have some money saved up. I'm going to try doing this stuff online and see where it goes. And it ended up being an amazing decision. I've been doing it for a year now and I'm so happy about it because I met so many people and that's just like my why. I just want to inspire younger right. generations just to do what they want to do with their life and to continuously be inspired and do amazing things. It's so, so beautiful when you find your purpose. Exactly. It's so rewarding. So it doesn't matter like what you're doing and where you are things attract to you, like the things that totally. you, you lead in your purpose, when you're going toward your purpose, stuff starts falling at your footstep. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Go this exactly. direction. Yeah. My you... other why is just, <laughs> I want to surprise people with like really fun gifts, especially my mom. I'm like, I just want to do this second surprise her. I told her, I'm like the first the time that I make this X amount of money, I'm going to surprise you with tickets to Paris, which I mean, we can't do right now. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> but when but we, we will, travel, soon. we, we will soon. hopefully. Yeah. I mean, we're going to yeah. do it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah. So now mm. that you're giving us some thought provoking information, we want more. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. That, that first off, before I get to that, let's yeah. let me finish up the process. So we sure. know about connecting. So just give us a run through yeah. of the process. 
Yeah. So when you're talking about like stories, you want your stories to connect, resonate, and obviously convert. Mm -hmm. So with this storytelling process, like I was starting out with what I was saying, like the why, just go back to that and then find different topics you can talk about. And then just break those into like subcategories of your story and then get into the different parts of how they can relate to people's pain points. And I love using the example of health and fitness coaches. They're like the easiest example I can use for storytelling because they all have a story about weight loss or muscle building, people who run marathons or try different diets or things like that. There's so many different elements of storytelling in their journeys. And I think they do this the most effectively out of everybody. And I, cause I've read so many of their, of their copy mm-hmm. in their posts and things like that. And the way they talk about the way they used to feel, yes. they, do, they use a lot of visualization, right? Yeah. I used to wake up in the morning and I tried to avoid the mirror as much as possible, or I would go straight to the scale and check my weight, or I would avoid eating this. And you can tell, you can hear like they're miserable, they're unhappy and, and that they were, they really wanted a change. And then they ended up telling you about the solution that they found. Well, they said they tried yo-yo dieting for five years and nothing worked. And then they finally found something that worked for them. And that's why they decided to design this like program or just coaching accountability, whatever that is for somebody else who is in their same situation. That's why I feel like they're like the best people to talk about. Right. It's just because their stories are so like put together mm-hmm. and thought out because you can tell those are like very emotional stories too. Right. Because right. with any story comes emotion naturally and exactly. people will buy based on emotion too. Oh, you know what? I really want to fit in those skinny jeans again, or I want to wear the little black dress and go out on my date and feel confident and you know what? Just like stuff like that. So it's like just getting at where people really want to be and how they want to feel. And I just think their stories are great to tell, right. really. So just going based off that, you can tell a really good story. Yeah. Everybody's going to have a different story and everybody's so unique that mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel like, oh, but I have the same like story as this health and fitness person because they did the same thing. Not really, because everybody's different. And the way you can differentiate yourself from the other person is not only because you're a different person, but everybody has different little details in their story, right? right? Maybe you had a bad relationship during the time when you were at point A, and then things changed. Maybe you got out of a bad relationship or something, and then you got better at point B. There's little details like that, details about like their food they ate, whatever. So it's really all in the detail to make a, a difference. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh And just really sharing those emotions and those feelings. Like if I was, if I was a travel agent and I'm sorry, if I was a travel agent and I wanted, and I wanted to connect with my audience, I can say, I just got to Instagram and I got tired Mm -hmm. of seeing everybody go on these beautiful and amazing (laughs) vacations. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. I never can afford these things. And I found myself being resentful and I found myself feeling Mm -hmm. like I'm just stuck in this hole of my house. And even though Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my home, I'm just ready to leave and go and explore certain parts of the world that I never have. That's always been a Mm -hmm. dream. And that's when I decided that I could do this and set a budget. And now I'm a budgeting (laughs) travel agent. (laughs) I love that story. That was great. Like that sounds like me. I keep seeing everybody in these pretty tropical places. Yeah. I just gonna travel right now. Yeah. and, And what's so funny is that I love to tell a story because I could visually see the story, but what happens when we finish telling the story? So then we say, okay, now here's this, and this is what I have to offer. Now take mm-hmm. action. Is that what we do? 
It's, it's like that. And people think, okay, I've shared my story. Now what? They're starting <laughs> to get bored of doing right. that over and over. And right. I'm like, keep telling it. Right. Just keep reiterating your story in different ways. Try different ways to introduce your story. Start it off with the action piece. Maybe just start where you were crying on the bathroom floor. Right. You were three glasses of wine in and you just lost your job or something. And start from there. People are interested in that. Yeah, stuff. now I'm ready to hear that story. <laughs> That's not my story. I know it's not your story, but it sounds like a good story. <laughs> I'm interested to hear that too. Yeah. Anybody, if that's your story, now. yeah, if that's your story, we want to hear it. But, but okay, oh we God. know you like to give gifts. So we want you to give a gift to our audience. If you could, mm. we want you to give back like only you can. So if you can go deeper for our audience by providing a mentoring moment, because that's what this segment is called. Mentoring moments. I should have Ooh. music right now. Mentoring moments. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, you did great. Oh, look at you. Well, now we should tell the story of how you became an artist. You oh, have... yeah. That was actually my original plan. I'm like, I'm going to become a famous singer. Well, you, you started it there pretty good. Like you should have kept going. It's never I too late. I still do it if coffee yes. doesn't work out. It's I'm never too late. You should be a copy. You should be a copywriting songwriter and songstress. You should do, I do. all of I it. I play my ukulele sometimes. I have a highlight on my story if anybody wants to go stalk what? me on You guys Instagram. have to go check it out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I miss that. What, if I would have known that prior to, I would have been like, Kristen, yeah. come on, bring the ukulele in. I had a lady ask me that once and for an interview. She's like, I play the ukulele. I'm like, no way, so do I. I should have, she's bringing it on and we'll just, we'll start playing during the interview. I'm like, people are going to want to listen to this or because I think this is more for us, not everybody else. <laughs> it would have been fun. Everybody's listening on our conversation. Aww. We're all a part of the conversation. Nobody's listening. We're a part of it. it. That's what it is. So let's share some wisdom, okay? The thing is that a lot of times we don't have mentors. That's the whole purpose mm -hmm. of this segment. So I'm asking you because somebody wants to mm -hmm. know this question and they don't know you or know a copywriter to ask. So I'm right. going to ask. So this actually just kind of goes deeper. It's not just about you being a copywriter, but it's also just about you. So don't think of it as I'm going to answer it as a, as a copywriter. Answer okay. it as you. Okay? okay. When you're most uncomfortable, how do you get past it and what actions do you take? I listen to music. Ooh, <laughs> I listen to really good. upbeat music like Boss Babe very women friendly yeah. music. Yeah. I really try to get in the mood for whatever I'm doing. So even before we started talking, I was listening to Boss Bitch by Doja oh, Cat. That's yeah. my jam. That's okay. my jam. Okay. I had to get into it. And, and then I tried something new today. My friend is a mindset coach and she was on live today. She's telling people about how to look more confident on camera Okay. And just to boost your mood. So she said that you can try this superwoman pose, like when you put your hands on your waist kind of thing. And mm -hmm. so I'm just sitting there staring at my screen and I'm trying it. I'm like, wow, I actually feel pretty good right now. Powerful, <laughs> empowered woman right now. Okay. So that works. That is awesome. Yeah. And, and just yeah. for you guys that are listening, if you have not heard episode number one for Mindset Hacks, you must check it out because episode number one will put you in place when it comes to mastering your mindset. So I definitely wanted to do that shameless plug, but <laughs> go listen. Yes. Yes. But that is awesome. That's a great tip. That's definitely a great tip, but thank you so much for mm -hmm. that. You just listening to music. That's Honestly, yeah. I bet for me personally, like sometimes I'll just play my ukulele, like I'll step aside from my work. I'll do mm -hmm. that or I'll start dancing because I am a dancer doing it my whole life in ballet. 
and modern. And sometimes I'll just put the music on and I will just get up and start dancing, dance it out. And then you'll feel like a little more creative and in the head zone, headspace. And right. yeah, just yeah. go for it. Just be yourself. Just don't worry. Like I try not to, one mistake I was making for the longest time was overthinking everything I was doing, everything I was posting, everything yes. about my website, everything about the way I looked. Are you talking yeah, to me? I, I feel, Are you talking to me? <laughs> all right, am I? Am I? This is me. I'm like, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? This and that. I, I don't look prepared. Just do it. Honestly, yes. just to start, just start doing things and it, it'll come. Don't worry about it. If you make a mistake, I've made a few grammar mistakes, I think, in some of my older posts. Like, uh-huh. I didn't even go back to fix them. I'm just like, whatever. It's there. I'm human. Oh, I made a post recently. It was like, I think my second last one. And I didn't notice I posted it. My friends, oh, that's so funny what you did at the end there. I see what you did. I'm like, what is she talking about? (laughs) And I went to go back to look at it. It literally finished right in the middle of a sentence when I was talking about the third point about just ending it or Uh something. I'm like, oh my God, that actually works. I'm going to leave it like that. I didn't realize I missed the uh, character count there and I ended up writing more. What? Whatever. It's there. I'm not going to go change it. I think it's pretty funny. I was laughing my head off and that just made my day. Yeah, I, I think so too. I am. Re- yeah. I call myself a recovering perfectionist. And it's, <laughs> I should, yes, because you can sit around in the room and, and hi, my name is Brittany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand. That's me. And so I'm glad to hear that. And the thing is that I found, and what's so funny is that I am a mindset strategist. And it's mm. so, and what's so funny about it is I was looking for the perfection, you know, for me. But the thing is, it's not what the ideal customer always wants. They mm. want to see your mistakes. They want to see those different things. They want to see how you recover. Like if somebody falls, you want to oh, see yeah. how do they get back up? How do they recover? And so... That's actually how I got past it because I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's better just yeah. to go and fall and then have a lesson from that. And that has totally. just been huge for me, a huge game changer. So mm-hmm. I, I look for my mistakes so I can make a, I can make a story yeah. about it. Just like you had a, a beautiful story about how you made a mistake or how you mm-hmm. missed a character. But only because of that, now you have a story. If that didn't happen, you wouldn't have that story. I wouldn't be able to tell you that Isn't right that now. Wonderful. Okay. And I also think too, like when people are like, oh, I failed myself. I made this mistake. I'm like, really? You're not failing right. unless you actually quit. Right. You know? Right. That's the only time you've like failed yourself. It's right. if you decide to quit. Right. You just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. If you feel like you need to pivot, just pivot. It's not a big deal. If you feel like it's not aligned with what you want to do anymore. So I, I, I don't like when people are like, oh, I feel like such a failure. You're not a failure. Oh, you really well, aren't. Yeah. Just try different things. It's okay. And nobody's ever a failure. Yeah. No one's going to look at you saying, oh, look at that person. Kristen made a mistake and she said this and she said that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you we kind of sometimes give ourselves too much credit. We're all very important, but a lot of times people are so busy focusing on their, <laughs> their own mistakes that they don't even see mm-hmm. ours. And that's huge as far as yeah. just get out there and try it. Most people won't even notice that you messed up. And guess what? I tell my kids this. I tell everybody this. There are no mm-hmm. mistakes in life. They're painful totally. lessons. There's only painful yes, lessons. lessons. <laughs> I learned that from a dance. I had a dance show a long time ago at a recital. And obviously they tell dancers like, no one's going to know you messed up. Only we know we right. messed up. And then okay. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure everyone knew I messed up. Everybody's arms were down. Mine went up out of the entire group. <laughs> 
that's pretty obvious, but it's okay. We all laughed it off after it's all good. I have to tell you this part of my story. It just came so naturally. Let me tell you this. It's it's hilarious. So many years ago, I was in a beauty pageant and Mm -hmm. I had never been in any before and I was representing my state Mm -hmm. and I was having just a blast, so much of a blast Mm -hmm. that I had no, and I was doing it for scholarship money for college. So I was doing it for, for, so I can go to university and have, have it all paid for and have all that. And so I didn't go in with the, I guess the intentions that I probably should have gone in that, Hey, you really need to be practicing the craft that you came here to to compete. No, I wasn't. I was too busy learning new things and making new friends. It, It was memorized. And I stood up to do my speech and I was standing up to speak and I was strong and I was vibrant and I was very committed and confident. And I totally forgot the whole last part of it. Oh no. I totally forgot. <laughs> and it was like a famous poem, should I say? It, it was a poem that <laughs> it was a, that everybody Aww. that it, like in the industry probably would know, but you know what? Mm-hmm. They all thought I did it on purpose because at the end I said phenomenal woman. It was actually the name of it. And I and at the end mm-hmm. I was just like and that's me. And I like like ah. threw so much sass and walked off and everybody <laughs> just clapped and they, they had no idea I forgot. But Oh my god. <laughs> Nice. I love that. <laughs> but I just That's had a great to, example. I just had to share that because they thought I did that on yeah. purpose. They thought I've added my own flair and it saved me. And I ended up placing in that competition. So I was oh just like, God. see, it worked in favor. Maybe that was meant to happen. I know. I was like, what is that about? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I know everybody is waiting to connect with you. So please tell yeah. us how can they connect with you, Kristen? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I live on Instagram mostly. So you can follow me at copy by Kristen. And I'm also on Facebook, Kristen Lattice and my last name, L-A-D-A-S. But yeah, that's where you can find me and www.copybykristen.ca. All righty. Kristen, thank yeah. you so much for giving us the juice. We love it. <laughs> yeah, welcome. I was so excited to talk about it. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.